1: Okay, I want you to take out your Bibles, if you will, please, and I want you to turn to Psalm 81. Uh, I'm going to start a new sermon series um, simply titled Hearing the Voice of God. If you remember the last several weeks, we've been talking about uh, some really practical counsel that the Apostle Paul gave us about how we're to worry less and pray more. Don't worry about a thing. Pray about everything. And then, of course, to be thankful and, and look to the Lord for everything. Well, I think this is almost a follow-up series to that uh, because one of the things that God wants to do with and to every single one of us is he wants to speak to us he wants to communicate with us and a lot of folks today are bewildered or confused or maybe do not really know how it is that God speaks to us and so that's what we're going to be unpacking here in the next uh, several weeks together simply this series on hearing the voice of god okay so before we get into that let's uh let's go to the lord in prayer everyone should have your sermon notes uh if you do not have one of these hold your hands up our guys we got several that don't have them here so um some of our guys in the back eldon will you will you get some sermon notes to them i'll wait on you guys to get notes to them um okay so uh, you guys grab those notes real quick and get it to them let's pray together because I want you to get this, I want you to jot this down uh, so you have all this information so you can hear the voice of the Lord, okay? Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for our time together today. Thank you, Lord, for our Victory Church family. Uh, we ask your blessings on this service, we ask your blessings on this series. One of the most important things that we ever learn to do as your children is to hear your voice. And God, if you have a purpose and a plan for us, it only makes sense that you are going to communicate that to us. And many today simply do not know how to hear your voice or how to listen to you or understand what it is that you're saying. A lot of folks are confused about what their will, your will in their life is and what their purpose and what their plans are. And God, give us clarity in that. Uh, and one of the greatest responsibilities I have is just to be a, a, a mouthpiece and and. I guess someone that stands in the gap and just teaches people how to communicate with you and have a relationship with you. And I just pray, Lord, you speak to our hearts today. Uh, That first and foremost comes through having a relationship with you. And my prayer is that if there's one here today that does not know you as their Savior, that today will be the day of salvation. For the rest of us that are Christ followers, I just pray, Lord, you help us to learn how to discern your voice, how to hear your voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you not agree with me that listening sometimes is tough work, right? I mean, we live in a very noisy culture, do we not? There's so much noise in everything that we do in life. I mean, you have everything that's going on in politics. You have everything that's going on in sports. You have everything that's going on locally in the community. You have 24-7 news coverage that's taking place, 24-7 sports coverage that's taking place. I mean, everything is competing for our time, and everything is throwing all these different voices to us. One of the things you need to know about God is that He usually speaks to us most of the time. Sometimes He has to get our attention a different way. But most of the time, He speaks to us in a still, small voice. And if we are not closely paying attention to that, we are going to miss hearing the voice of God, thus missing all the wonderful things He has for us in life. Okay, So I want you to get the best and have the best that you can get out of your Christian life. I want you to have a, a vibrant relationship with the Lord. Okay, I've never been one that believed in a whole list of do's and don'ts and 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 I guess just dictating to everybody what they're supposed to do. My passion in all my years of ministry is to help cultivate a relationship with you and the Lord. And I feel if you can get to know him and you can learn how to listen to him and you can grow in your faith that God will just take care of everything else. Right. So that's what I want to try to do today. Listening is tough work. I'm reminded of the pastor's wife that came home exhausted after a christmas eve service and she fell onto the couch and she said oh i'm just so exhausted i'm so tired the pastor looked at her and looked at his wife and he said why are you so tired he said i'm the one that had to preach five sermons today i'm the one that had to officiate five different services today i'm the one that should be tired and she said dear The reason I'm so tired, because I had to sit and listen to all five of those sermons. Listening is tough work, right? I mean, it can be challenging, it can be difficult to say the least. But I believe here in Psalm 81 is a very sad story of what God was trying to get his people to do, and that was simply to listen to him. God had tried numerous times to get the attention of his people. He tried numerous times to get them to listen. And I want you to look what it says in Psalm 81. And I'm just going to look at verse number 8 and then verse 11 through 13. The scripture says, listen to me, O my people, while I give you stern warnings. O Israel, if you would only listen. Wow. Take out O Israel and put in your name there. Because what God was trying to communicate to the people of Israel he wants to communicate with you today. God has a plan for your life, right? We all agree with that. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. God has a purpose for your life. God has a mission for your life. He has a ministry for your life. God has a reason that you are in existence today. But do we know exactly what that is? I think if we would learn to listen. He said, listen to me, oh my people, if you would only listen. And then in verse number 11, we see the sad part of the story. But no, my people wouldn't listen. I hope that would never be said of us. That we would never be a people that would not listen to the Lord. Verse 12, so I let them follow their blind and stubborn way, living according to their own desires. Guys, you don't want to go down that path. You don't want to just go down the path of your own way. We all want to go down the path of His way. We all need the Lord. You may think you don't. And God will let you go on down your old stubborn path. Right? Just like He says here in the text in verse number 12. Follow your own blind, stubborn way. Do your own thing. Most of the time we're going to end up at the end of that path wishing we would have followed the Lord's path Instead of our own stubborn way. Verse 13. But oh that my people would listen to me. One of the most valuable lessons. That you will ever learn as a child of God. Is how to listen to the Lord. To communicate with him. You see a relationship It's got to be more than a one-way conversation, right? Oftentimes in our prayer time, we don't even pause long enough to hear what God has to say. We're just doing all the talking, right? And not doing very much listening. Well, for us to cultivate a healthy spiritual relationship with the Lord, we've got to learn how to listen. So in the midst of our very complex lives that we have today... In the midst of all the noise that has taken place in our culture today, in the midst of our very hectic lives, nothing is more urgent, nothing is more necessary, nothing is more rewarding than learning how to hear the voice of God. Through the years, I've ran across, obviously, a lot of different people. Some claiming to be very spiritual, and some just kind of naive in their spirituality. And, and some folks say, well, I, you know how I just try to hear the voice of God? I just open up God's Word, and I hold it together like this, and I just let it fall open. And just whatever it falls up open to, I just believe that's God's will for me to read that passage of Scripture. And then he said, I close it up, and then I just open it again, and let it just fall open. And wherever it falls, that's what I read, and I just figure that's God's will for me. It's straight out of His Word. I told him, I said, that's ridiculous, right? Do you think that's good? No, that's not good. Let me tell you why that's not good. What if you open the Bible and you just let it fall open and you put your finger down, you read the verse of scripture, it says, and he went and hung himself. And then you close the Bible and you open it up again, you let it fall down again and you look and you said, whatsoever thou doest doest thou quickly right do you think that would be god's will for your life obviously no so i think one of the most important lessons for every single one of us to discern is how to hear the voice of god and how to to know it is god that is speaking to us in a very noisy time that we live in well let's ask a few questions here first of all take out your sermon notes i want you to get these now you're going to have to listen really really good you're going to, have to write down a lot of stuff i can't i don't have time to really park on all of this but i want you to get it if you miss something just take a picture of the screen but let's ask the question why is it that god would even want to speak to us today Why is it that God still wants to speak to us today? Well, here's your first thing I need you to jot down. The number one reason or a reason why God wants to speak to us today is because he loves us and he desires to have a fellowship with us. I mean, we are the object of his love. I mean, we are the reason that his son Jesus died on the cross. He didn't die for the sparrows or the birds of the land. I know many dog lovers and pet lovers in here, but God, Jesus didn't go and die for your dog, right? He died for you. You are the object of his love. He loves you, and he wants to fellowship with you. And that's one of the main reasons why the Lord wants to speak to us today is because he loves us. He loves us today just as much as he loved those Old Testament and New Testament saints of old that we read about in the Scripture. So you've got to rem- remember that. God loves you, and he wants to have fellowship with you. The second reason why I believe it is that God wants to speak to us today is, secondly, he desires to give us counsel for effective decision-making. I mean, he wants to speak into our life. He wants to give us direction. You remember last week I shared with you how whenever God looks at a parade, he sees the whole thing, the beginning to the end, the entire thing. Whenever we watch a parade, we see one or two, maybe three floats. The one that's coming, the one that's there, as it goes away, we may see a little bit of that one, the next one. We just see a part of it, and that's how it is in life, but God sees all of it. And he wants to give us the counsel that we need so we can make effective decisions as we are moving forward. He wants to give us that ability, and that comes through communicating with us. A third reason why I believe God wants to speak to us today is simply this. He knows that we need comfort and that we need reassurance, right? I mean, you think about the world that we live in today, and you think about the Red Sea experiences that all of us have today. When our back is against the wall and we need God to move in our life or we have a situation that we're praying about and we just need God to move in our life. He wants to speak to us during those times. May I share a little story with you here? It was just shared with me this morning. I think this is a great place to plug it in. You remember the last several weeks I've been talking with you how we need to quit worrying and start praying. And I I made the statement that oftentimes we pray in in just too general, too broad of prayers, and how we need to pray more specific. Well, Miss Becky came up to me today. Miss Becky Capper came up to me today, and she said, "Hey, Pastor, I got a story I need to share with you about praying specifically for something, and how God heard and answered my prayer." And I said, "Well, what is it?" And she said she had been praying about building or getting a handicap restroom for Jerry. You guys know that her husband has had a stroke and is paralyzed on one side and and needs assistance. and, And she's been wanting to build this handicapped restroom in her home for Jerry. And she said, you know what, Pastor, what I did? She said, I just started praying specifically for that. Not in general, just specifically for this bathroom, this handicapped bathroom. She said just this past week. She was in a conversation with an individual. I'll let her tell you the details of the story. But she was in a conversation with an individual. It came out, and the individual said, I will pay for that. I will take care of that. I will pay to put that restroom in there, right? Isn't that amazing? Now, she looked at that individual, and she said, what did you just say? He said, I really don't know what I just said, but I feel like that was God that just told me that I'm going to pay for this bathroom. And Becky said, do you realize this bathroom is going to cost about $16,000 to get all the handicap accessories and everything in there? He said, the Lord said, I'd pay for it. We'll take care of it. Isn't that amazing? Give, give the Lord a praise offering for that. You know what that's called? That's called learning to pray specifically and also listening to God. Through other people. I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. But he wants to give you comfort. He wants to give you reassurance. When your back is against the Red Sea wall as it was for the children of Israel. God wants to move in your life. And let you know that he's still on the throne. And he's still in control. And he can hear and answer all of your prayers. And take care of all of your needs. And give you the comfort and the reassurance that you need. Then the fourth reason why God wants to speak to us today is simply this. He wants us to know him. I think that may be the most important one. He wants us to know who he is, right? He wants us to know him. If the priority in our life is to live out God's plan and God's purpose and God's calling in our life, it only makes sense that God is going to communicate that with us so that we can get to know him. So there's many, probably many more reasons, but that's enough to understand some reasons why it is That God would want to speak to us today. He loves you, right? He wants to give you comfort and reassurance He wants to help you in decision making. He wants you to get to know him more So if we're going to learn to hear the voice of god We're going to have to know how it is That god speaks Well, how does god Speak to us? Well, let's go back and let's look in the old testament. I'm gonna hit these real quickly Let's look in the old testament and let's look in the new testament And let's see how God spoke to his people in the past. I think there's something we can learn from that, okay? So there's several different ways here. Let's look at them real quick. I'm not going to stay on them long. But God spoke in the Old Testament and in the New Testament in all these different ways. Number one, God spoke by direct revelation. I mean, he just directly spoke to individuals. Think about Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. And God spoke to Abraham. He said, get out of your country and go to a land that I will show you. And by faith it says that Abraham got up and he followed the Lord. So there's that direct revelation that God spoke in the Old Testament. We also know, secondly, that God spoke through dreams. Okay? Now you're going to have to write down real fast or take pictures or what have you. We're going to hit these and go. But we know in the Old Testament that God spoke through dreams. You go and you study the life of Joseph, or you study the life of Daniel, and you'll see that God spoke to these guys through dreams. Now, I don't want to hang my hat on that one a whole lot. It It kind of got Joseph in trouble a little bit, did it not? I mean, it was still God's will and God's plan. I think God has better ways to speak to us today than that, but I'm not going to put God in a box. If he wants to speak to us through a dream, he can certainly do that. He did it in the Old Testament. Can I get a witness? Right. The third way that God spoke in the Old Testament is through the written word. You remember the law the most, that Moses got, the Ten Commandments that the Lord got, where he pinned the words on a tablet, and then he told them to follow these laws? So he was speaking to his people through his written words. Another way that God spoke in the Old Testament is through the prophets. And the prophets would come up to the people, and they would say, Thus saith the Lord. Okay? So they would give a word of the Lord to the people And God spoke to the people directly through prophets. Now, here's a whole other biblical lesson. It'll probably take me 30 minutes to teach and unpack. But just trust me, there are no prophets today. Okay? Because that which has come has come in fullness. And that's the word of God. Full prophecy is here in Scripture. Okay? So don't get hung up chasing around looking for the words of a prophet. It may lead you down the wrong path. And I'll unpack that later. If you got some worries or concerns about that, reach out to me and I'll help you one-on-one with that. But God spoke through prophets in the Old Testament. Number five, fifth way that God spoke in the Old Testament and in the New Testament is through circumstances. How I many remember the story of Gideon? Gideon was getting a message from the Lord. Gideon was a little bit confused and maybe didn't understand or maybe had, a, had some insecurities or maybe his faith wasn't strong enough and he laid out the fleece. You guys remember the story of the fleece? He laid it out, he laid the fleece out, and he said, God, if this is your will, he said, I want that fleece to be as dry as it can be, and I want all the ground around it to be soaking wet. He got up the next morning, the fleece was dry, the ground was wet. He said, okay, God, still not sure that's you. This time, I want the fleece to be wet, and I want all the ground to be dry. He got up the next morning, and the fleece was wet, and all the ground was dry. God was speaking to Gideon through circumstances. And I believe God speaks to us today also through circumstances. Another way that God spoke in the Old and in the New Testament are through angels. I mean, there were angels of God that God commissioned to deliver the message of God. They were the messengers of the Lord. The Christmas story is filled with angels that are delivering the message from the Lord. And all through the Old Testament, you can see many other examples of that. Another way that God spoke in the New Testament is through the Holy Spirit. I mean, think about this one, if you will, in Acts chapter 16. Here the Apostle Paul had the Macedonian vision. The Apostle Paul thought it was God's will for him to go east, right, and carry the message. And God said, no, I want you to go towards Macedonian. I want you to head west and start bringing the gospel message. And he got that inspired by the Holy Spirit of God. So there's a lot of different ways that God spoke, and that's nine different ways that God spoke in the Old and in the New Testament. But one of the hardest things is to listen. Let me try to illustrate that with this little video. I want you to listen to it. Do you ever feel like God's not speaking? Well, it may be that you're not listening. Go ahead, guys. Listen to me, listen to me. Like, like I do this all the time, and if I go on at the house, or the door, has toy, and then Matthew has his toys. Okay, but I have to yell at you guys. Okay, Linda, Linda, listen, Be- listen, you- listen, 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 listen. Okay, what? Like everything that you were at this house, it can everything at Grandma's house. Okay. Okay, then what?
0: Then you're not listening to me. I asked you not to do something.
1: No, no, but listen, to me again. If you do something, we okay, do you can that, kill it. Yeah. How many of you guys have seen that video? Isn't that amazing? Whenever I was studying for this sermon and kind of getting this series, that video just kept running in the back of my mind. I thought I've got to play that for him on Sunday because oftentimes, don't you think maybe that's how God is? Listen, 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 listen. You're not listening to me, and then we're arguing back. I am listening, but you're not listening to me, and there's this kind of dialogue going back and forth. God is speaking to us. He has been speaking in the Old Testament. He was speaking in the New Testament. He speaks today in our life. I gave you several different reasons why he wants to speak to us today. And it's not the fact that God is not speaking. God is speaking. The problem is what? We are what? Finish it for me. Are not listening. Poke your neighbor on the shoulder and say, you are not listening. Go ahead. Right? Yeah. So... God is speaking. We need to be listening. So let me give you four practical ways. I believe what I'm going to share with you now are the four prominent ways that God speaks to us today. And these are four things that we can leave here today and put into practice on how we can better understand and hear the voice of God. Now, once again, I of all men. Certainly would never try to paint God in a box and say, you're only going to speak these four ways. Never would I do that. God is God. He can do whatever he wants to do to speak and get his message across. I mean, for heaven's sake, he spoke through a jack, well, a donkey. Right? And he speaks through me every Sunday, so I don't know what that makes me, right? (laughs) But I'm okay with that because it's not about me. It's about God, and he loves you, and he wants to speak to you. And there's four ways, prominent ways, that I've discerned in my own life that God has spoken to me, and I want to share those with you. But God may choose whatever way it is he wants to speak to you. Just be sure you know it's the voice of God, okay? Let me just say something real quick in case I fail to say it later. God, get this, God will never, ever, 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 Speak to you in a way that will lead you to do something that is contrary to whatever is written in his word. Okay. He will never ask you to do anything or lead you to do anything that would contradict the word of God. Okay. So whatever means that he chooses to speak to you. That's God, and he can do it however he wants to, and you can discern if it's the voice of God. But, honey, let me tell you something. Before you go chasing whatever you feel it is that God's leading you to do, you better back it up with Scripture and make sure that it is not contradicting the Word of God. God will never add anything to his Word. He will never take anything away from his Word. So if he's speaking to you, you can back it up and get some confirmation that you know it's God if it is definitely following the word of god okay he'll never lead you apart from the word that make sense this is the final authority in all of life this is what we submit to this is what governs and leads our life okay so with that being said let me give you four ways that i believe are prominent ways that god speaks to us today number one is this how can we hear god speak to us today number one listen while reading his word listen while reading his word oftentimes it is if you would just read god's word you will hear that gentle still small voice that gentle nudge in your spirit and you will be able to discern the voice of god through that so let's look what it says in joshua chapter one in verse number seven it says be strong and very courageous obey all the laws Moses gave you. Do not turn away from them. And you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of the law continually. Did you get that, guys? Study this book of the law continually. And then he says, meditate on it. Day and night, meditate on it. So you may be sure to obey all that is written. Only then... Will you succeed? I love that passage of scripture, Joshua 1, 7 and 8. God oftentimes will speak to us. Matter of fact, I believe this is his primary way of speaking to us today is through his written word, right? The Holy Spirit has certainly inspired the word of God, illuminates the word of God, gives us understanding of the word of God. But the number one way that God is going to speak to us is in and through his word. So as you are studying God's Word, as you are meditating on God's Word, if you have a decision you need to make or direction that you need to go, or you have something going on in your life and you need to hear from the Lord about this particular thing, as you're reading, as you're meditating, as you're studying, listen for the voice of God. Because here's what I've discerned. Oftentimes, I can be reading a passage of Scripture or meditating on a particular passage of Scripture. And I may have something going on in my life, a circumstance or a decision or a direction, either with the church and the ministry or my own family or my own personal life, and and I need God's direction. It's oftentimes that as I'm studying a passage of Scripture that God starts to lead me to some other passages of Scripture, and I'll start running some references and doing some other Scripture reading, and all of a sudden I find myself at a passage of Scripture that is really speaking into the heart of the situation that I may be in at that particular time, and I can walk from there knowing that I feel like I really know what God's will, what His plan is, what His calling is in my life, what the direction is, because I've heard from the Lord, because I've been paying attention as I'm reading Reading The scripture and I have the scripture to verify and give me the confirmation that I need to make that decision. Okay, so as you read God's word, don't just haphazardly read it. Don't just pick it up and read it like you scan some magazine and throw it down. That is the voice of God. That is him speaking to you as you read his word. And I believe it's the primary way that God speaks to us today. Is in and through His Word. It's through His Word that He directs you. It's through His Word that He challenges you. It's through His Word that He warns you. It's through His Word that He comforts you. It's through His Word that He gives you all the assurance that you need. Friends, listen. If we're not spending time in God's Word every single day, you're really going to have a hard time hearing the voice of God. You know, that's enough right there. We could leave here today and say, that's enough. If I could just get that one, that would put me way down the road of hearing the voice of God. Guys, we've got to spend time in God's Word every single day. I can't say it enough. We've got to meditate and study and read God's Word every single day. Second way that I believe God can speak to us today, or that you can understand and hear the voice of God, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Guys, do you realize that the author of this book is the Holy Spirit himself? As he moved individuals that penned these words? It's the author of the book. Oftentimes best-selling books will come out and an author will show up at a bookstore or somewhere to do a book signing. And we run there as fast as we can and we want them to give them to put an autograph in the book that they actually wrote. Guys, do you realize that the Holy Spirit of God wrote this book for us? He is the author of the book. And that same Holy Spirit that wrote this book is the same Holy Spirit that lives within us whenever we become a child of God, a believer, a Christ follower. He takes up his residence in our heart and in our life. He is the one that is there. Understand also, the book of Corinthians says that God's word is spiritually discerned. There's a lot of folks that don't understand or to get confused Because they try to comprehend the Word of God without the leadership of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit's job. Part of His job is to illuminate, bring understanding, open our eyes to what God's Word is saying. So get into the Word of God and then trust and depend to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit lives in us and dwells in us and abides in us. And He's the author of the book. I love John sixteen 13. I'll just read that verse. It says, The Spirit of truth will guide you into all truth there is, and He won't draw attention to Himself, but will make sense out of what is about to happen. I love that passage of Scripture. That's out of the message, paraphrased version, John 16 and 13. So, okay, So be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So we're going to pay attention, listen when we're reading the Word. We're going to be sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Number three. Third way we can hear the voice of God is pay attention to the people that are in our lives. God will use other people to speak into your life to help give you some direction and counsel. Now, this let me put a disclaimer up right here. Be careful with this one, okay? Be careful with whoever it is, that person that you're going to allow, speak into your life. And what I mean by that. Well, first of all, be sure if you're getting counsel from someone, be sure that they are godly or that they are Christians and they're giving you biblical Christian counsel. Are you with me? So you can't just take this and apply it to everybody that walks into your life, right? Because <laughs> there's, some, there's some people that I have acquaintances with and I'm like, holy smoke, don't tell me to do anything. <laughs> I am not going, I'm not going to follow you. Your life's a mess. <laughs> am I the only one that knows anybody like that? Okay, so obviously you're not going to take counsel from them, okay, but pay attention. God will bring people into your life oftentimes to speak truth into your life or to give you some counsel or give you some direction. That's what Psalms 1 is talking about those that, that, that walk in the counsel of the godly, you know, are blessed. So you want to get some good godly counsel. Sometimes you need to bounce something off of someone. Find a good Christian brother or sister or somebody that you respect in the Lord and you know that they're doing their best to follow the commands of God and the Word of God and bounce some things off of them and get some direction from them. Ask them what they see. Oftentimes, people can see things in our lives that we're completely blind to. Are you with me? Sometimes folks can stand afar and look into our lives and see something that, that we, we had no idea was even there, right? So getting some good godly counsel from other people. So pay attention to the people that are in your life. Oftentimes, God can use them to be a spokesperson for him. Now, let's flip that coin over. Now, understand, there's people that can come into our life, and we're going to pay attention to what they say, and we're going to take all of that in, and we're going to use that To consider that that may be the voice of the Lord speaking to us, and that may be the direction we need to go. But oftentimes, listen to this, do you realize that God may be using you to be the mouthpiece for someone, to speak into someone else's life, to be the spokesperson for him? To help that individual, oftentimes there's things I've preached on, or there's things I've taught, or there's conversations I've had, and people come back to me later and say, Pastor, you had no idea, but God was speaking through you. And I'm like, wow, what a responsibility that is for all of us. So be careful when you're out there in your casual conversations with your friends. God may be using you as a spokesperson to speak to someone else about something that they're going through and you don't have a clue that it is what it is that's going on in their life, but God may be using you to speak. So be careful with your words is all I'm trying to say, right? Right? Let me give you the fourth way that I believe that God can speak to us today, and that's to look around at all of our circumstances. You realize the circumstances that we're in oftentimes are that God can use those to speak to us. It may be a a failure that you had. It may be a success that you had. It may be a disappointment that you've had. It may be a tragedy that you've gone through. But here's one of the things that I know. God, God never will waste a circumstance or an experience in your life. Oftentimes, he can use those to speak to you and to us if we would only listen, right? So I want the band to come. Let me ask you a question. Is God speaking to you today? I know he's speaking. God speaks all the time. But are we listening? Four primary ways that God wants to speak to us. Number one is through his word. Number two is through his spirit. Number three is through other people. Number four is through our circumstances that we may be going through today. What is it that God is speaking to you about today? Are you listening Are you listening to the voice of God? Can you hear Him? I wonder as every head is bowed and every eye is closed. Is God speaking to you today about salvation? Have you given your heart and your life over to the Lord? If you have not, then I know that's where He wants to start in your life. He wants you to be a Christ follower. He wants you to repent of your sins and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross who died for your sins and the sins of the entire world and was buried and rose again the third day and has ascended to the right hand of God the Father. And there he's making intercession for every one of us. He wants us all to have a relationship with him. Do you know him? Is God speaking to you about salvation? Is God speaking to you about church membership? Maybe you've put off coming to Class 101 for some time or committing to Victory Church to be a member. Maybe it's time for you to do that. Maybe God is speaking to you about that. Is God speaking to you about getting more involved in ministry here at Victory Church? Every born-again believer should have a ministry in the church and a mission in the world. Every one of us. So what is God speaking to you about? Maybe it's time to get more involved. Maybe it's time to commit to class 301, which we're teaching tomorrow night, which is about ministry and discovering your gifts and your shape and what it is that God is calling you to do. Maybe God is speaking to you about attending class 301 tomorrow night or any of our core classes 101 through 401. Maybe God is speaking to you about reconciliation to a friend. Do you have a friend in your life that life situations circumstances experiences have caused a falling out maybe it's time to extend that olive branch maybe there's reconciliation that needs to take place maybe god is speaking to you about growing spiritually maybe in your own spiritual life you haven't been growing as much as you should maybe you haven't been spending time in god's word as you should maybe you haven't been praying as you should maybe you have haven't been as faithful as you should Is God speaking to you about your spiritual life? What about in the area of your tithe and your giving of your offerings? Has God been speaking to you about that? He speaks to every one of us. Have you been tithing? Maybe God is challenging you to even increase in your giving. What is it that God is speaking to you about? What about our VBI classes, our Bible Institute classes? Has God been speaking to you about getting involved and plugged in and learning more? And growing more. What about men? Has God been speaking to you about being a better husband? A better father? A godly man? What is it that God is speaking to you ladies? Is God speaking to you about being a more godly wife? A more godly mother? Being a better influence on the job and in the community? There's so many different things that God speaks to us about. I have no idea what God is speaking to you about. But I do know that God is speaking. The problem lies with us in simply not listening. Four primary ways that God speaks. Through His Word, through His Holy Spirit, through circumstances, and through other people. Those are four primary ways that God speaks. Are you listening? Father, we commit this time to you. We just pray for each individual that's here today. Whatever it is that you're speaking to them about, we just pray that they would open their ears and acknowledge that you're speaking to them. And then live a life in submission to what it is you're speaking to them about. Father, I have no idea what the needs are today. But Lord, you do. Help us to open our ears and open our hearts and listen to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Well, thank you for joining us for this lesson from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with or maybe you just want someone to talk to please call us at 618-622-9360 or you can email us at victoryfwb at gmail.com. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email, call, or send a request to 223 Scott Troy Road, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.